Hey, this is Chuck, and you are listening to Fans with Bands, the podcast where we talk to the fans and the bands they dig about life, music, and whatever the hell else we want to talk about. Today on Fans with Bands, we are talking to one of Detroit's best hard rock bands, Edison Hollow. Check it out. Hey, this is Chuck with Fans with Bands, and I am talking to Tyler, Jordan, Aaron, and Dave from the band Edison Hollow. And we've got fans, Stephanie, Jennifer, and then Shane was here. He's picking up sushi. He'll be back, and hopefully some other people will be joining too. But how's everybody doing? Great. Good. Doing awesome, man. Awesome. Awesome. Mike is with Jennifer also. Oh, all right, Mike. There he is. (laughs) All right. Excellent. So, uh, you know, I actually kind of stumbled upon you guys. I saw... Uh, it was a like live footage at Grove Studio, and for some reason I, I wasn't there, but uh, I did get to see it. And I was like checking it out online, like, well, who the hell are these guys? Edison Holla, I never even heard of them. And you know, you it was like super. I was drawn to you guys as soon as I heard you play because watching you live, it was like super electric. There's like good rock bands, and then I put you guys in a different class because. You know, some bands have like, I don't know, they don't have the right, at least the live chemistry, the sound, and either they're like maybe a little too metalcore or something for me, or they're like not enough rock. And you guys had this really good balance of being super hard rock, fun, but also melodic too. You know, you've got a variety of tunes. So, uh, you know, I just want to say thanks for being here because uh, I really enjoyed the music. Super good. Well, hey, thanks. Thank you. Thanks for yeah. all those words, man. You don't have to do all that. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so I do have a question, um, and before I before I get to the fans, because this is total participation. It's not just about uh, me. It's we, everybody's got to be involved, and I want to make sure the fans and the bands get together. But I got a question, like about your name. So Edison Hollow. So it's a really interesting name, and I, in my mind, I was thinking like maybe. You guys really admired, you know, Thomas Edison, but you thought he was a hollow man. And so Edison hollow. So, so how, did, how did that I could, come I could about? see the point to be made there. <laughs> yeah, that's the best one I've heard yet. I, think. <laughs> um, I mean, pretty much. So when we, we dropped our debut record at the beginning of this pandemic, April 4th of 2020, and it was already recorded for a year like the album was well and done before we figured out like a name for ourselves and just like literal months of just names in the band chat and texting and all that stuff uh but we we, i was just like one day i was just like what if we just like went with something dumb like and just named it like after the basement or something and uh (laughs) so i pitched edison's hollow and then tyler was like well what if we just made it edison hollow and we were just like yep that's it. That's the name. That's the name. <laughs> nice. Nice. It, it has this cool, like, like if you know, you know, little background knowledge. But we're in the hollow right now. Uh, behind us. Nice. This is it. And it we also shot a music video down here too. So oh, cool. it gets its due diligence. Yeah, the circle, <laughs> the circle of madness music video. All the performance shots were shot in here and uh, on a futon right outside that door. Very <laughs> yeah. nice. That's cool. And so uh, Edison, like, is that, where, where is that at? Is that the street? That's uh, where we're at. That's where that's it's the street. Is, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Very so cool. So it's like the hollow on Edison. Nice. Very nice. Edison hollow. Cool. Uh, hold on one second. I got a couple of people that want to get in to. Bichar. Yo, Bichar, that's yo. the greatest merch guy ever. Best there. merch guy ever. <laughs> yeah. So as soon as he connects audio, I gotta I gotta find out about this because it sounded like he was going crazy. Was that the show you guys did in uh, what was it, Indiana or something like that? Iowa. 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 Nice. Yeah, he was he that that is his first time being a merch guy and he nailed it. Hi, Bichar. <laughs> We're talking about you, Bichar. So, How's it going? He is the merch awesome. manager. He's the merch yeah. manager. Right. <laughs> so so Bashar, we uh, we heard that yeah that you would like were out selling the band as far and getting more contacts and free beers than anybody else. So <laughs> so what was what is what is the magic behind that? I think the magic is really just knowing uh, knowing Jordan and the band for a while, just be you know being able to talk about personally what I love about the band and what I've learned about 
how they got started. So it's a lot of the people were just really interested in, in the show and the first few songs just got everybody so interested. They started coming up to the table, asking questions cool. and I had the answers. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I get the answers. So how did you, how did this is part of what I like to do with fans with bands is talk to the fans about how they got interest, interested in the band. So how did you, what's your origin story with Edison hollow? <laughs> Bashar, yeah. be to you. Talking to me? Yes. Yeah. Uh, my origin story is Shane Bailey and Jordan Stockdale in the sixth grade. <laughs> I just seen Shane on, on the call too, but yeah. uh, I just I got to know them, and literally from from day one, uh, Jordan's always just been so passionate about guitar, and seeing him formulate like each, each time he tries to form a band, and and uh, just seeing the growth up till now, Edison Hollow, I've, I've known them from the beginning just because I've known, uh, back from when they were Red Baron and even before that. So that's how I got introduced to it. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, Shane, how about you, man? How did you get, uh, same, I guess it's the same story then sixth grade. No, uh, back to like year three, like straight out of oh. the, uh, straight out of the hood, you know, but <laughs> 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 grew up down the block together and we were childhood friends and same thing with Bashar, you know, even going back to like come out swinging, that's like old, old, good like high school bands there, you know. Oh, but yeah, remember all the way back. Awesome, awesome. And we've got uh, Eric. Eric, can you hear us? Eric. 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 We see you, but we don't hear you. Yeah, we Eric. don't see you either, actually. Yeah, he's well. He he may be lurking. Um. So how about how about <laughs> Stephanie? Oh, I'm the mother of all of them. I didn't birth them all, but they're all mine. I awesome. feel gifted because every single one of them are special. Every every one of them. Fantastic. Oh, just touch my oh. heart. No, 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 I love you. <laughs> and uh, Jennifer and I'm, I totally blanked out. Is it Mike? Mike. And oh, yeah. mom. How did you guys? Band mom. Band mom. Tyler's mom. Right. Tyler's right. stepdad. All right. All right. He's everybody's mom still. Yeah. We all have multiple moms. Look at them. <laughs> so I heard there were some kind of like uh, six degrees of Kevin Bacon as far as uh, Aaron and and Tyler goes. Is so it's, it's not even that. It's weirder than that. So <laughs> me and Aaron, if there's any truth to quantum uh, entanglement, quantum entanglement <laughs> as he likes to call it, <laughs> Aaron and I are quantumly entangled because. <laughs> Both of our mother's name are Jennifer. It's not the same woman. <laughs> both of our fathers have the same birthday. Uh, both of our mothers have the same birthday. Yeah. What? And then if you put our birthdays like on like parts in between each other, like the phases of the where the planets at in our solar systems, kind of weird. Like it's almost like <laughs> it's, it's weird. It's stuff. messed up. It doesn't make any. It's it's weird. <laughs> Uh, that's awesome <laughs> uh, crazy so it was just funny finding out because at first like the first time it happened it was our dad's birthday because it's april 27th oh, cool. so he's like oh it's my dad's birthday today i was like oh no shit mine too and then mother's day comes around and it's like oh it's my mom's birthday and i'm like yo what the <laughs> fuck <laughs> so may uh may 15th or no may 12th right or may may 11th may 11th all right yeah very cool I was going to yeah. say, because if it was May 15th, it would be the same um, birthday as my sister. But My brother's not... birthday is May 15th. All right. Yeah, mine's so we're time. entangled, too. There you go. And it, anybody have an early birthday in April? No. Oh, no. God damn it. All right. So I'm, I'm alone in that awesomeness there. All right. Cool. There you go. <laughs> uh, oh, hey, uh, Ira, what's going on, man? Hey. Can you hear us, buddy? That's the homie right there. I but, don't know. Uh, I don't know who that is. That's Iroh? the singer. Oh, the oh, singer Busby. Yeah. yeah. Hello, Iro. Oh, he's he must be struggling with audio with Eric. He's all right. Silent. We'll come back to those guys. Him and Eric are both silent. That's all right. Yeah. yeah. Hang out. So I have a, a question as far as like the the style of music, as far as what you guys think the style of music that you play is. Do you consider it hard rock? I mean, there's some elements, especially Jordan's guitar playing is uh, pretty medley um, as far as the uh, 
the riffs and the, and the solos. But uh, where do you guys think you fit into that spectrum of music? Uh, well, we just tell everybody it's rock and roll music. Uh, I, I think uh, de de divisive language is silly. So I don't like putting anything in any genres, really. It's good music. At least we try to write the best songs that we can, you know. We, we try to write a lot of different kinds of things. and um, We're all inspired by a lot, too. Yeah, like my, my favorite kinds of music are, the, you know, old 1940s blues musicians. Oh, cool. And, you know, like Dave's a big punk guy and Jordan loves Van Halen and so on and so forth. And we all kind of have things that overlap, but we like getting a little bit of all that stuff put together. And, uh, yeah, I don't care much to classify it. Yeah. It, we, every time we try it, just like, it, it's just easy to just call it rock and roll, but we're open to suggestions. <laughs> yeah. You can call it whatever you want. Yeah. I've heard dad rock thrown out a couple times. And <laughs> with it, give Sometimes me, you just got to own it. Be like, hell yeah, it's dad rock. Yeah, <laughs> I'll get the white new balance. They're still out. playing that shit on the radio, right? right. <laughs> oh man. Oh, good Lord. So, um, what was what was the inspiration? I mean, there's a lot of inspirations as far as music goes, but um, what was like a, a pivotal turning point in your life where you said, you know, I want to play music, but I don't want to just like jam in my room with, you know, records or whatever. I want to get a band together and I want to write original music, not just do covers and stuff. So um, let's kind of go around the horn. And, um, well, Jordan can start. Okay. Well, that's what I was like. You know, that's what I grew up around was cover bands. My dad was in the cover band. My mom was in the cover band with him. Oh, cool. And that's what I kind of was just like, well, you know what? It's fun for me, and that's what yeah. I want to do. So I was like, my original whole idea was like, all right, well, I'll just get with Tyler. We'll learn a bunch of covers, and we'll start jamming. <laughs> and then he was just like, no, nah, dude, we're writing original tunes. And I was just like, well, I don't want to. And he was like, no, nah, we're writing original tunes. <laughs> picture of me as a baby when I was Dude. probably 18 months old. Dude. We have a fact checker. I was two years old. Uh, and my mom had bought my dad this washburn acoustic guitar. It was twice the size of my infant body. But there's a picture of me sitting on the couch playing it. So that, that was it. You know, that was always it for me. And uh, when I was six, I got my first electric guitar. And when I was uh seven or eight i wrote i actually won an award for composition in my age range oh cool uh, once i don't even remember what the organization was that gave me the award but i got the plaque somewhere i never bothered to hang it up but so since i was young i just it's the easiest way for me to express myself and uh and so but i can't do it you know I, you gotta have a band yep my favorite things are bands uh, and rock is my favorite kind of music I care to express myself in. And so when I met Jordan, I was 15 or 16. And I was, it was like, I was trying to be a lead guitar player, singer kind of guy. Uh -huh. And I was like, well, I, I might as well give that up now <laughs> and, uh, and try to join this guy's band, which is, here we are. So Awesome. Awesome. Miss you Lindau. Uh, I mean, for me, like, I, like, started delinquency when I was, like, 13. So I, like, stopped playing sports, and I started skateboarding for a brief period of uh, time. Ended up uh, finding myself at a couple, like, punk shows at Transitions when they used to have them. And then, like, a lot of my friends were in bands in high school. I could never really get one together, and I, like, that's when I was, like, teaching myself how to play drums. So, um... Yeah, just seeing, like, punk bands at skate parks, I was like, shit, I want to play some punk rock, you know? Yeah. And then through the chain of events that is the music scene, just finding myself in all these different bands and doing all sorts of different genres. And just, like, the the occupation of it all, it's so much fun. It's a great outlet to have, you know? Yeah. Highly recommend it. 
Awesome. Dave, how about you? Uh, For me, um, kind of similar to Aaron, um, I used to skateboard back in the day when I was like 15, 16. And uh, I was super into that, but I was, you know, I was also super into music. Um, A lot of the stuff like, um, you know, playing Tony Hawk's Pro Skater back in the day, I got into like punk and ska around that time. And um, (laughs) I ended up breaking my ankle skateboarding and I wasn't able to skate for, you know, almost like a year. Um, so, um, I'm sure you remember Dallas, uh, from Rick and pass, yeah. you know, we, we grew up together and he played guitar in a punk band. I had him teach me a few riffs and stuff like that. You know, some Blink-182 stuff. And, um, I ended up, you know, picking it up, you know, semi quickly. And then I started playing guitar in their punk band, which was really fun. And then we ended up, uh, we ended up kicking out the bass player of that band. So that's, that's when I switched to bass Oh, okay. and I've been playing bass ever since. Cool. Very cool. So um, when you guys were, uh, so this is kind of the question for everybody. Um, when you, when you look back in time and look back at uh, concerts you've gone to, what was one concert that sticks out in your mind as being one of your favorites? I have two. One is seeing, all right. One was seeing black Sabbath for the first time. Oh, with, uh, um, on the 13 tour. Oh, oh, all right, cool. Yeah, I was super late to the draw on seeing Sabbath. That concert changed me forever. And then um, seeing the Descendants at the Fillmore in Detroit with the Suicide Machines and Radke, that was nice. probably one of the greatest concerts I've ever seen. The Descendants are one of my favorite bands, and I pushed all the way to the guardrail like immediately <laughs> right in front of I- Milo Ackerman and Bill Stevenson, just like, oh, my God, like I'm seeing this. <laughs> That was awesome. our first time playing Detroit since I've been alive. Oh, that's so, awesome. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, I think mine, I haven't been to actually very many, like, big-time concerts because uh, they're expensive. Yeah. But um, I saw, I was at that Black Sabbath 13 tour. I was at the same show. Oh. Another weird thing. I don't know. <laughs> but no, no. Uh, the Rival Sons opened up. And I had already, I was already pretty into the Rival Sons. Um but get, getting to see them live was pretty important to yeah. me. And I've seen them two other times since then. They're my fa- They're probably in my top three, definitely in my top three favorite bands of all time. You know, I saw Metallica and stuff at Comerica Park, and it was a great show. But, you know, it's not Metallica in their prime or anything. Yeah, no. and, uh And Sabbath was great. But, you know, uh, as far as, like, something I could project onto – because the Rival Sons are still fairly new. I mean, they've been around a decade now, but... Um, yeah, they're a great band, though. Yeah, they're they're it for me. Yeah. So seeing them was probably pretty pretty amazing. But cool. there was one other band that I've seen live that, like, absolutely blew me away. It's this band from... They're from Kansas? Or New Orleans? I don't know. This band called Carry Nation and the Speakeasy. Oh, okay. I, I, I I, I have you? You should see them live. Okay. It, it is a fantastic show. They play this like uh, swanky sort of. They got like a horn section and an upright bass. And Dale and Buckley from Larry and His Flask uh, plays upright bass. They, they, uh, if you look at Larry and uh, His Flask's like Instagram, they t- <laughs> they tag them in a bunch of stuff. They're super dope. That's cool. their, their show. They put on is something I strive for. It's a great show. Yeah, they're so tight. Like, oh my god. <laughs> Think something. Yeah. Well, of course, I've seen the almighty, powerful Van Halen twice. So oh, that's on the top. Very nice. Know. Very nice. Um, and then one that actually blew me away was seeing Pearl Jam live because I, my buddy actually dragged me to go see Pearl Jam, and I hated Pearl Jam. Absolutely <laughs> hated Pearl Jam. <laughs> Couldn't stand it. Herb, 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 herb. Couldn't stand it, dude. Wasn't my thing. But when I went to see him, it was just like, holy crap! These guys, are musicians. These guys blew me away. And I'm, I'm forever a Pearl Jam fan after uh, I first seen him live. That's cool. Awesome. Yep. Dave, how about you, man? Dave, uh, for me, for me, it wasn't any specific um, specific artist. I would just say the very first show that I went to was uh, Warp Tour back in 2001 and that was like my first time seeing like any live bands and that was just awesome yeah i, think um, I that, might have gone to that show 
yeah, it was, it, you know, for seeing all that stuff, like I didn't, like, I, I didn't know how loud it was going to be. I didn't know like what all the bands were going to sound like. Cause I wasn't very familiar with very many of them. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that just blew me away. And then there was also a band I saw as a couple of years ago. I was actually at one of Justin's spots after the rockery at the, the brass monkey. Okay. There was a surf band that came through called Dekaiju. Oh, and they all wore like geisha masks and stuff, but they like, <laughs> they, they drugged the drum set in the middle of the bar and like they were lighting it on fire and having other people play their instruments. And like, it was just wild. It was like one of the coolest things I've ever seen. You got to see them, Chuck. Next time they come through, I'll make sure that it's on your radar. All right. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds fun. That sounds awesome. Have you guys ever seen the armed? Oh yes, dude. <laughs> I have video of them from no rest fest at the, uh, at the Trumbleplex, and yeah. there's a little nook like um, behind the stage and above it that I was sitting in because uh, I have some I have some friends that like live there and shit. Yeah. Um. So I got to see them <laughs> absolutely destroy that place from like this little nook <laughs> behind the stage. Yeah, you got to take cover when those guys play. <laughs> yeah, their their new album is also just absolutely fantastic. They're like one of my favorite Michigan bands next to like Bear versus Shark. Yeah, yeah, I love those dudes. Uh, so Stephanie, what was was a show that uh, was pivotal to you in your concert um, experience? Actually, um, for music, um, actually, what was pivotal for me was the when we went to see Van Halen at Joe at the Joe in Jordan, watching him, what Eddie Van Halen play, <laughs> that was pivotal for me. I was like, yeah, that's a guitar player right <laughs> awesome. there. But who's mad at the lady in front of him that was dancing <laughs> back and forth? And he was just so aggravated. But the, just, his eyes were completely on Eddie Van Halen the whole entire time. So, yeah. Well, Eddie, what a I great, mean, geez. What a great yeah. guitar player. Yeah. Yeah. He's fantastic. Uh, Shane, how about you? Oh, I was doing Man. chores around the house. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> that was hilarious. Man, you know, I'd hate to say it, but I went to the same Van Halen show. It was it was like two nights later. And uh and that was a kick-ass fucking show. That's the only way. That was a great show, man. Awesome. Who is that? The Modern Exchange had a lot of good uh, uh, bands out of there as well. Yeah. There was a lot of great shows there. Cool. And Shane's back to, to domestic duties. Cool. Back to Chorin. Back to Chorin. see his dirty house because I made a comment the other day about how he needed to clean. <laughs> oh, exactly. Sophie's been out of town for 10 days, so I don't want her to come back and be like, oh, shit, Shane hasn't done anything. So I thought at the very least, so I got something going on. Yeah. There you go. Uh, all right, uh, Jennifer. Jennifer. What was a pivotal concert for you, Mom? A what? A pivotal, a pivotal concert, concert for you. in your life. Pivotal. It's a big word. <laughs> That's what I said. I, I think my. Well, I could say my. I think my favorite. Well, I, I think I have two. Yeah, it could be favorite. And they were the two that I. I went. Well, no, I don't know. Metallica was awesome that we saw with. Uh, Volbeat. Yes, Volbeat. I forgot how much I liked them. Um, and the rival sons that we saw downtown at the Fillmore, that was nice because it was a small venue. That mm -hmm. was awesome. And, oh, and Black yeah. Sabbath, Black Sabbath was awesome too. But I hadn't been to a concert prior to those concerts in a really long time. So those are my three cool. favorites. Awesome. And you were there Mark, for all of them. Yeah. <laughs> and Mike. Mike, sorry. Hey, Mike, what's your favorite? Uh, Pink Floyd. I'm old. Pink Floyd. Where, uh, where, 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 where was that at? Pink Floyd shirt. I, I, I witnessed Pink Floyd concert, I don't know, a couple years ago. A couple years ago. Oh, well, yeah. No, it's been like 10 years. <laughs> probably probably 30. Was that, yeah. was that the Silver Dome? Or Silver Dome. Or yes. Else? Yeah. Oh, my God. Very yeah, nice. it, it was Silver Dome. And I was uh, working at actually concession. And I oh. walked the whole 
Pink Floyd concert. That was the best concert I ever had. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, let's see. Eric, can you hear us? Are you there, buddy? Eric. Monsieur Eric. Go ahead and figure it out. Nope. How about Iroh? This I want to know. Iroh. He's seen some shows. Iroh, dude, on. can you hear us? They, they, these, these, these two dudes are, are, uh, they're MIA, man. Yeah, they're out of it. All right. So <laughs> another thing I like to know about is, and so this may dovetail right into your concert experience. So we'll see. Um, what was the first album you bought with your own money? That was a Howlin' Wolf record. Really? Yeah. Fantastic. Because uh, I, I remembered, I don't remember where I was working at the time. It was either my first or second job. And I was like, my dad's record player, I always listen to my dad's record player and his record collection. And I just, I'd, I'd worn it all out and he didn't have, you know, some stuff that I wanted. So I finally had enough. Uh, and I went down to Dearborn Music. Oh, that's a great where story. where I get all my records. And uh, the first thing I picked up was uh, the Howlin' Wolf record. I can't remember what it was called. Uh, the one of the one with the guitar sitting in the chair. Oh, yeah, yeah. I can't think of the. the I can't think of the name, but that that was the first. That was the first vinyl I, I purchased. Very cool. He's the greatest blues singer of all time. Yeah, hell yeah. Jordan. Mine had to be some random local band at the Modern <laughs> Exchange because yep. it's where I probably <laughs> spent my my own money on stuff awesome. like that. I don't. So I don't remember. Maybe the oh. scenery. If I had to guess. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah. And Aaron. So for me, my first, like, my parents were huge music buffs, like, through and through. And my dad showed me death metal when I was, like, six years old. Um, but the first CD that I ever, like, spent my own money on was Leprosy by Death. It was oh. at the old Dearborn Music location. And funnily enough, if, like, you go outside the uh, the old location on Monroe Street and you look in the concrete. Someone wrote Carcass and Slayer, and it's super faded now, but they wrote it in the concrete. And it was my dad and his buddy. They were there for uh, the Carcass. Carcass was doing a signing because um, they had just released Heartwork. Oh, my God. So they were waiting in line, and there was fresh concrete. So his buddy wrote Slayer, and my dad wrote Carcass. Holy shit. That would have been awesome. Yeah, I have a picture of it somewhere. I'll, uh, I'll have to post it. Well, I mean, just being able to go like see those guys <laughs> in the signing, you know, Carcass that that album, Heartwork, that oh got, got me into death metal. That and yeah. At the Gates. I mean, yeah. Those oh, dude, bands. At the Gates is so good. Yeah. Sla uh, Slaughter of the Soul. That whole album is just yeah. Chef's yeah. Kiss. A buddy, at, like, so a buddy of mine gave me uh, Heartwork, and he gave me, um, oh, it's uh, it's not. It's not Slaughter's Soul. It's the album before uh, with At the Gates. Uh, it's Is it the, the blue cover one? It's got the red cover. It's, uh... ah, shoot. Or Blinded by, no, Blinded by Fear and Slaughter of Soul. Or Blinded by Fear is the one with the blue cover, but. Um, okay. Yeah. I, I'll, I'll think of it later. But anyway, yeah, yeah awesome. <laughs> Dave, yeah. how about you? Uh, for me, I'm not. It, it probably wasn't like with my own earned money, like from a job. But I remember the first album that like I had my mom buy for me, like one that I picked out myself, was actually uh, Rage Against the Machine's self-titled. Nice, very nice. And I've I've always been a huge fan of that band, like ever since. One of the best. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Shane, what was your first album you bought? It doesn't have to be vinyl. It I think it was uh, Sublime as... Gold. It was like released and unreleased uh, songs by Sublime, and it was kind of like the greatest hits nice. and like underground hits as well. It was a pretty good. It was a pretty good CD. Very cool. <laughs> and uh, Stephanie, how about you? <laughs> 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 oh. Stephanie might have froze. Stephanie. Uh oh. Um. Oh. All right, we'll come back to Stephanie. Uh, Mike. What? How about you? Well, what was your first album? <laughs> <laughs> first record you bought. Uh, my, my, first, my first album is ACDC Back in Black. Nice. That's a good one. That, that, and there Jennifer. was an experience for me that I will never forget. Awesome. So why was it? Why was it such a memorable experience? Well, 
when I when I was I was I'm I'm really old, so so am I, man. It's good. <laughs> when I came back and I played black and black at my house on a record player, the day that I fucking first fired up the album, yeah, we had a lightning strike at my house in Sterling Heights, and it cut the cut the album completely out. And that was at the oh beginning God. of the fucking album. So that is my <laughs> my album right there. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Ma, what was your first record? I was trying to remember. The first thing I ever would have bought with my own money would have been a cassette. Way back. What was it? I think it was Dokken. I don't remember the album, oh. but I, I remember loving yeah. that band. <laughs> yeah, like maybe Tooth and Nail. Everybody maybe? loves Dokken. Breaking the Chains. Breaking See? the Chains. Breaking the Chains. I said that <laughs> right off the bat. Right <laughs> the I can't remember, but I, I had Dokken and was a Do and. Oh, yeah. was the Rat, Warrant, all those. Ma, put him to bed. Warrant. Yeah. <laughs> put, put him yeah. to bed. He's going to bed soon. We're old. We're here Good. to support. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> Love uh, you, Mike. And uh, Stephanie, what, what was your first album? Um, well, I'm going to date myself. I'm an 80s kid. Uh, my first album that I bought was uh, Blondie, uh, Call Me. Oh, fantastic. That's a great album. Oh yeah, I wasn't uh, into metal yet. (laughs) Lonnie was punk rock, man. Yeah, they were great. Yeah, hundred percent. My pretenders, my favorite bands is Jet. Yeah, well, yeah. In the early '80s, was a lot of the, um, you know, it was, um, oh shoot, the Go Go's and the Cars and the Pretenders and Jay Giles Band and Lover Boy and Lover Boy. Yeah, wow. Wasn't uh, oh, what wow. was that guy? Oh, Love that. Love to hear John Waite. Yep. Wasn't he in that band? Yep. Yeah. Missing you. That was a really good. Uh, yeah. That was a really good oh, song. Yeah. That was his lullaby <laughs> song. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. You guys, maybe Edison Hollow can cover that song. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to do a Marvin Gaye cover. That I'll really do that. Yeah. Wind and fire because the jam is. I've been trying to cover a schoolhouse yeah, rock so, song. I think that. If I heard a yes. song. If I heard a song from the eighties, I'd break out the Aquanet. <laughs> so that, that's another good question. But if you guys were going to cover a song, what would you cover? Lick it up by Kiss. Nice. <laughs> Fuck nice. You, well, we do some covers now, so I'm. Uh, you saying like if we each had to pick one? Yeah, yeah. If you really wanted to do, yeah. Oh, um, you'll have to give me a sec. You know? Tom Sawyer Rush. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, that'd be great. I want to do it, dude. I'm into that. Uh, mine would definitely be, I want to do like a beefed up version of Strange Strange Brew by uh, Cream. Oh, that's a great tune. Yeah, that'd be cool. There was a band, uh, I actually saw them do it at Fuzzfest. Do you remember uh, Cock Horse used to do uh, Sunshine of Your Love? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was a, that was a really cool version of it, too. Yeah, dude, it was so sick. Yeah. The bass tone they used for yeah. that was just outrageous. Yeah, it was fantastic. <laughs> uh, Dave, how about you, man? Oh, me? Yeah. yeah. Cover. Ooh, what would you do? Um, yeah. I don't know. I just have all troll requests. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> um, I always thought it'd be cool, like, because I, because I, I'm pretty sure that we'd be able to pull it off. But uh, I believe in a thing called Love by the Darkness. I think would be really fun. Oh, that would be. I found mine. We do a, uh, we do a Rival Sun song already called Pressure and Time. Yeah. But I'd really like to do uh, Run from Revelation. It's one of the ones off of Head Down. Awesome. Sleepwalker. Sleepwalker. Yeah. Sleepwalker. That helps make all that noise. Yeah. Hey, hey, Joey, are you there? (laughs) How's it going, man? There's a little bit of background noise over there. Yeah, sorry. Are you wrestling our baby? It's Joey Hess. What's up, man? What's up, brother? How you doing? Pretty good. This is Jordan Clockdale and friends. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that basement looks smooth there, bud. You brought the whole street, Jordan. Are you getting slow, man? <laughs> well, this is the Edison Street crew is what it is now. Winter. Awesome. Yes, sir. Everybody awesome. in here grew up on Edison Street. <laughs> so, so Joey, uh, we were talking about uh, concerts and albums. What was the first uh, album you bought? Actually, Jordan gave me it. 
What was what? it? Do you remember? Um, it's upstairs in my room. I do not remember the album that Jordan gave me. <laughs> oh, Jordan. <laughs> and Jordan doesn't remember either. I don't remember either. Was it an album or a magazine? <laughs> no, it was an album. <laughs> it was the one that uh, he actually, uh, my name was in it. Oh. Oh. No, we're talking like like your first music. I gave you that too. That was a, he's talking about our album that we gave him. Oh, oh okay. we're talking right. about when you were first discovering your own taste of music. Like, what, what, what did you go out and purchase yourself? Oh, uh, you decided. Don't say either Slipknot or Godsmack. Yeah, nice. there you go. All right, nice. And what, what was your, uh, what was a, a pivotal concert for you? One of your favorite concerts you saw? Blink One Eighty Two. Oh, all right. Oh, wow. Very nice. Very nice. Very nice. So. I saw that you guys um, have, uh, you've, you got the single uh, that came out, what was it, April, What's So Funny? Yeah. And I think you had another one that was out, was it uh, Bad? Uh, December? Yeah, Bad no. Things. Not, yeah, not Bad word. Things. And so are you, what, what's the plan? I mean, because I've got your first, you know, the, the EP, I think it's like six songs. Um, what's, the, what's the plan for the? For those singles, you're gonna keep doing signal singles. Are gonna put a, another? Um, on we got a couple more uh, lined up. Um, we'll release those when it makes sense. Uh, we're looking to probably do an EP in the fall. Probably something that'll be a, a different vibe entirely than what we've put out so far this year. It's gonna be a little more fun. Oh, all right. Now you got me intrigued. You should be. <laughs> <laughs> so what kind of shows are you guys looking forward to? Because things are starting to open up. Um, what are you looking forward to later this summer? That uh, Any places you want to go that you haven't been? You said you guys had been out in Iowa. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'd really – what I'd like to do is uh, travel this year because we haven't really done a whole lot of uh, touring proper mm -hmm. this year. So, or at, at all. So um, right now, actually, we're looking into getting a vehicle to do that with. Nice. Um, and I don't want to be home this summer. I want to be out <laughs> yeah. playing my music to people that care to hear it. Uh, um, at any place in particular, really. I didn't think Iowa was going to be what it was, and it Iowa was the best nuts. show I've ever played. Yeah, Nashville, really? Nashville. You guys got to go to Nashville. Nashville's sweet. I'd love to go to like New Orleans or like go out to the mm -hmm. desert or something. Yeah, awesome. Oh, Texas, you got to go. You got to get down the south because these people they go out and they love music, especially especially try to go to Florida. Florida's a big entertainment area. Yep. and there's really a well there. there's a couple of bands from Detroit that have done that circuit out into um, into Texas um, down south. Um, like oh yeah, for Texas. sure. Lucifer's yeah. come to mind for sure. Those are the homies. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, another friend of ours out in Wisconsin. Uh, they're a band called Twenty Watt Tombstone. Oh yeah, I've heard of them. Yeah. Um, they're the ones that actually hooked us up with the Iowa gig, and back in the Red Baron days, they actually took us out. And uh, we played three days out there all across Wisconsin. So, you know, they're always uh, in our corner for that stuff. So I'd, I'd like to keep working with them as much as possible. And um, that's, the, that's the other half of going out and playing these shows in different places is you, you meet so many incredible uh, yeah. people and musicians. And it, uh, it, it, it can change you. You know, you can see a band that, no one's heard of except you and the people in the room you're standing in and it's absolutely the best thing you've ever heard so and i'm you know i'm not trying to sound any kind of way but we've probably been that band for somebody and i i love that feeling you know when yeah. you see something that like you know is special in that moment yeah yeah, yeah. nation it's, it's very cool sure. to be able to go into uh into a show a small show and just discover something you know just yeah. like i said before when i when I kind of stumbled upon you guys, I was like blown away. I, I'm looking really forward to seeing you guys live, you know, in person as opposed to, uh, you know, that the videotape. But, you know, it, there's a lot of that where you kind of just stumble into something and you're like, wow, this is fantastic. 
Hey, there's yeah, Joey's If I may shamelessly plug uh, your next chance to catch us at like a live open setting, um, 26th of June at Parts and Labor, we're going to be doing this biker uh, party over there. And cool. Justin, he's the absolute homie. So if you're supporting that place, like, you know, those are those are our people, you know, they're awesome. the greatest. Cool. Very cool. Yeah, it's, I've seen some, I haven't, haven't been there yet, um, but I have seen that there's been some cool shows happening out that way. So that's very cool. Yeah, they're oh, about absolutely. to start doing the, me and Jordan both work there actually. Oh. <laughs> uh, um, uh, they're about to start doing every Tuesday starting May 25th, they're going to be doing open jazz night. So they got like a jazz band that's there and you can go up and play some jazz standards with them if you want to. And he's also booked for live music every Saturday through June. Yep. And I'm working on the June dates currently for him. Cool. Very cool. Awesome. So if you guys could go out like on the road with a, a band, who would you, who would be the kind of dream tour that you would like to do? You know, you want to, you know, you uh, want to tour with any at all. <laughs> <laughs> Are we talking like local bands or like national acts? N national, like if a national band that came through and they're looking for, uh, a young, awesome rock band. They said, "Hey, we want to pick up Edison Hollow. What, what band would you Edison want Day. that to be?" Buck Cherry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm kidding. Not Buck Cherry. <laughs> no, it's a Rival Sons for me. Rival yeah. Sons for sure. Foo Fighters would be awesome. Oh my God! Yes. Royal <laughs> Blood. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I think. <laughs> I think it would be interesting to open up the Steel Panther as well. <laughs> that would oh. be all. They, they sell out everywhere. They go back, back. Fuck you. <laughs> you know, it, 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 yeah, I don't know. I'm not I going mean, there. if it meant getting on the road, Are you I'm about to defend Nickelback? Nickelback? No, not at all. I am I mean, not a Nickelback fan at all. What it, what, for oh. what it's worth. That's <laughs> that sea shanty version of Rockstar's pretty funny. I, I was dumbfounded when my friend showed that to me. I was like, holy shit. And it's like, actually them. <laughs> no, it's them. No, it's that band that says featuring the... Oh! That's them, yeah. Oh, that honestly makes it a little better, but it's still not. <laughs> oh, man. So, uh, did anybody else have questions for for them, for, for Edison Hall? Because I've been kind of taking it over. Yeah, go for it. Who? Oh, um, I have a I have a question for Aaron, um, and Jordan and Tyler. How did you guys meet? Because I don't know that story. I know everything else, but not how Aaron became with you guys. Well, you know how me and Jordan met. Well, yeah, yeah definitely. I was there. It was the defining moment for me. It was like, oh my god, they need to be together. But Aaron, I don't know how he came up about. We met through we met through Justin Poem that runs Parts and Labor now. Basically, oh. and then I, and then when we needed a drummer, I remembered Aaron's skills pretty much stood out to me. So then I remembered that he was a dope drummer, and I just hit him up like, "Hey, yeah. I've been in a ton of bands. Two different bands that I've been in played with Red Baron at the Rockery at like separate shows. And so that, like, yeah. yeah, those were both booked by Justin. Oh, that's awesome! Cool. They were. Yeah, you, you all belong together, and and. I, I know how you, you came along, Dave. I was there. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Dave's origin story. Anybody the funny thing about Dave, though, is we did have to ask him like two or three times to join the band. Yeah, Dave didn't want to join. He wouldn't join us. I had to hound him. I don't know. Maybe he wasn't loud enough when he answered you. Sometimes he's really quiet and it's like, what? <laughs> That's Dave. <laughs> No, it was over text. He definitely said no. Oh. <laughs> I didn't, it wasn't a straight up like, no, fuck you. It was like, no. Uh, you guys need someone better. Like, you guys are really fucking good. You guys need someone that, you know. No, we need this guy. That's why I asked. <laughs> yeah. Now so he did. Gotta, he didn't put it on in all caps. He, he left no, it kind of no. It wasn't like it was. It was humble. It, was humble. <laughs> it wasn't like no. You know? <laughs> like, ew, no. Like you, no. You guys a bunch of dads. Yeah. <laughs> then there's a little shit pile emoji. Oh yeah, there you go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, 
Anybody else got questions? Yeah. Do you guys have a, uh, just the title of your work, the song you're working on, just a little bit of a teaser. Does is, is it have a name? Does it have a sound? What's the, uh, the, the, one of the, one of the next singles we're putting out? Is that what you're asking about? Yeah, just a little teaser. One of the two songs? <laughs> okay, well, one of them is, uh, one of them's called Body's Guest. I don't know when that's going to come out. I don't know when either of them are going to come out because, uh, we, we, have, have, we have other things up the chain that need to uh, be seen. So, um, <laughs> what gonna sound? yeah, the, and the other one is called Drugs. And uh, it's like, um, if you've heard the record, the, our, our debut record, <clears throat> the last song on there called I Failed You, it's in that same sort of vein, but it's a little, it's got a little more rock instrumentation to it. Cool. Yeah, I, that's a great tune. I love that. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it's really good. Oh. I have a question. Go for it. Yes, mom. When's the music video coming out? So, can I answer this one? Yeah, go ahead. All right. So, <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna be done within the next couple days. But we have some uh, behind the scenes stuff going on right now. We had uh, I'm gonna I'm not I'm not gonna gonna name drop anything yet. But we had someone reach out to us expressing interest in our music. So. They want to take a look at it, so we might be looking to remix the song that the music video is for, and the video will come out with an updated mix of the song. Wow, cool. Awesome. Hey, nothing yeah. wrong with that. Yeah. No, not at all. That's very exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Holy cow. Very cool. So, so, so many things to be intrigued about. That's fantastic. There's a lot going on, man. We yeah, have been stopped. working so hard. Even man. when quarantine hit, I mean, Seven days after they shut the state down, we put a record out. So we uh, we we don't we haven't stopped. We, awesome. we we didn't practice for like maybe two months, and then yeah. after the two months, we just were collectively like, "Yo, we like need this. Well, like see, we got to do something." Back when the virus first uh, was a thing, my job at the time was actually uh, <laughs> uh, transporting dead people. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, so like they would die, right? Yeah. And then I would get them and I would take <laughs> them to the funeral home and get them ready to be dead forever. So um Whoa, I did I was doing that when, when COVID hit. So I was pretty I didn't want to I wasn't worried about myself, I just didn't want to get anyone sick, you know. Yeah. Jordan's dad's older and I got an older parent <laughs> and brother's <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't want <laughs> I didn't Jesus, want to he fell into the San Francisco Bay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I didn't want to jeopardize anybody's health, so uh, we didn't get together for a couple months. But then after that, it's pretty much been business as usual, pandemic or not. We've done, you know, we do these Twitch live streams from here every now and again to, to yep. supplement shows, and you did a stream for- some shows yeah, when we I- weren't maybe supposed to, but. Uh, <laughs> And you guys did a stream from Grove, didn't you? Yeah, we did too, actually. Yeah. That yeah. was really fun. We played the grand opening of Parts and Labor Bar in Melvindale. Nice. Yeah, that <laughs> was that. Yeah, that was that period at the end of last year when they opened some things up yes. and then they yeah. shut it right back down. Yeah. So. Yeah. Very nice. <laughs> Anybody else got questions for Edison? House? I mean, all great. And house where you guys all live together, so. What are you saying? I don't know yeah. what you said, bud. <laughs> I, I said, is there any talks of having a band house? You know, all great bands live together at one point. And, you know, and, and when they're no. getting up. Nah. It's actually going to be a castle. <laughs> a castle or a pyramid? Oh, I haven't I decided yet. These guys. I don't know. Here's what, it, here, here's what it is, okay? I live five minutes from Jordan. I can see Jordan uh, eight hours a day, probably, if I wanted to, not including eight hours sleep and eight hours at work. <laughs> I work with Aaron. I see Aaron anywhere from eight to fourteen hours a day. So I, I think we kind of do live together. We just sleep in beds or a few miles apart. <laughs> That's funny. And, and so is Aaron carting dead people around too? No, we don't do that. No, no, I got him a job at uh, this construction place. I had to get out of that gig, buddy. I had to get out of that gig. Yeah. So uh, uh, me and him build cabinets now. Yep. Uh, Much easier lifestyle. 
Nice. Well, when I die, you guys can come and get me and drive me around somewhere special. I don't know. Anywhere. Have a party. And they'll give you the carpool lane, finally. <laughs> they'll still give you a ticket, though, yeah, if you speed. Fun fact. Oh, man. Uh, so I've got one last question for everybody. So first, thank you so much, guys, for being on Fans with Bands. Um, hey, thank you for having us, man. The, the question is a super controversial question, so hopefully nobody will be offended. Yes. But it's the question is, pineapple or no pineapple on pizza? No. no. Sorry. Absolutely. No. no. Oh, boy. I pie. Extra pineapple. Oh, Dave. A split. No, that's a hard no. It's a hard pie. I I like pineapple, love it actually, but it has to be cold and crisp. I can't do that warm. Warm, yeah, yeah. I don't blame you. Uh, Shane, oh, hundred percent, man. Hawaiian pizza, rock solid. Nice, very nice, Stephanie. Oh, definitely. I'm I'm with Dave. Extra, extra. Really? Wow. All right, Uh, Jennifer. I do like pineapple on pizza, but I haven't had it in many years. But like a good like Hawaiian barbecue pineapple pizza is delicious. Wow. And how about Mike? Does he like Mike's <laughs> went to bed? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he took the advice of Tyler. I haven't seen him, but I don't think he likes pineapple on pizza. All right. Uh, He's a meat guy. Very nice. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much again for being on fans with bands. Okay, thanks uh, for having us. Yeah, yeah can't you. wait to see you live in person. It'll be awesome. Yeah. All right. Thanks again, guys. Thank see you. Bye. Bye. See ya. Bye. Thanks again to Tyler, Jordan, Aaron, and Dave of Edison Hollow, as well as fans Shane, Bashar, Stephanie, Jennifer, Mike, Iroh, Eric, and Joey for joining me on this episode of Fans with Bands. Be on the lookout for Edison Hollow coming to your town this summer. And stay tuned for new music coming this fall. See the show notes for all the details and links. These are tough times for everyone in the creative industries such as music. Your support of live streaming, purchasing music, and merchandise is critical. If you can help out your local artists, please do. If you are in the Michigan area, consider following the Playing in the Detroit Area Tonight Facebook page. It is a place for fans and bands to support each other and share our combined love of music. Thank you all so much for listening. Be sure to hit subscribe on your favorite podcast service to get each and every episode of Fans with Bands. Spread the word by rating the show and leaving a comment. We want to hear what you think. You can keep in touch by following us on social media. This is a Life in Michigan production. Until next time, be well and kick out the jams. <laughs>